Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Pop That Mama, a passionate first-time mum sharing my tips and tools for a positive pregnancy, childbirth and journey into motherhood. On today's episode, I will be discussing pregnancy body image and how you can build a healthier relationship with food. Enjoy listening. If I eat this now, then I'll just have a lighter meal later. I better not eat that, otherwise I'm going to gain weight. I shouldn't really be having any carbs. I've had so much junk food today, I might as well just binge for the rest of the day. I'll be good tomorrow. If any of what I've just said sounds familiar to you, then it's highly likely that you would have dieted in the past or you may have restricted food in some way or form. These are very common thought patterns that go on in a dieter's mind or someone that has tried to control their food intake. And, you know, we live in a culture that is so obsessed with being thin and we hold up these unrealistic goals in terms of body size and shape. And I'm afraid no one is immune. You know, we are bombarded with images of people with so-called perfect bodies and it makes us feel rubbish. And the thing is, they don't leave us alone when we're pregnant. You know, we're shown more images of women who are thin with perfect bumps. So on this episode, I'm going to be discussing body image and we'll be sharing some tools to help you be kinder to your body. So let me start by taking you back to 1998 when the hit me baby one more time Britney Spears music video was released and I was eight years old at the time. And you probably remember this music video. It was a big hit. The song was a huge hit. It still is today. And in the music video, she's wearing school uniforms. So she's kind of presented to us as a teenage schoolgirl. So obviously, my eight-year-old self was obsessed with her. But what I was most obsessed about was her flat stomach. And if you remember in the video, she's wearing the classic white school shirt and it's tied up to reveal her stomach. And I remember it so clearly. I watched this video and I thought to myself, why is my stomach not like that? Why don't I have a flat stomach? And I sit here 23 years later and I have only just accepted that my stomach will never be that flat because A, I'm not built like that and B, I would have to go to extreme lengths in order to attain that body. Quite frankly, I don't want to live my life like that. There is more to life than a flat stomach. I so wish I could tell my eight-year-old self that. Don't worry, pops. You don't need that flat stomach to be happy. But, you know, for me, pregnancy was the time where I truly made peace with my body. And I'm still not perfect, but I have a more positive, intuitive and conscious relationship with food and my body. So this leads me nicely on to my first point. If you are following anyone on social media that makes you feel negative about your body, unfollow them. Do it right now. Pause the podcast if you need to. Get rid of them. They are not serving you even if they are your friends. The fact is that we are actually hardwired to compare ourselves to others, you know. It's how we measure our self-worth, and we've done this for years. So the survival of any early human being is to belong and fit in. 
But thousands of years ago, we only had a few members of our clan to compare ourselves to. Now, we have the whole damn world. And I really believe this is one of the biggest causes of the mental health crisis that we are witnessing, particularly in the Western world. This constant comparing ourselves to others is clearly proving detrimental to our mental health. So now that you understand that you are hardwired to compare yourself to other people, you can consciously make your circle smaller. And the first step is to unfollow those people who make you feel worse about yourself. So the next tool is to remove restrictive behavior with food. When you restrict food groups, your body fights back and makes you crave them even more until you give in and you binge. That is the predictable cycle of a yo-yo dieter. We've all been there before. Whereas if you give yourself permission to eat exactly what your body wants and when, you won't have such a powerful urge and you'll be less likely to binge. And I think pregnancy can be a really difficult time for women who battle with their body image and for women who control their weight through rigid dieting and exercise because pregnancy is a time where powerful hormones will be controlling your appetite and will be driving you to eat specific foods. So usually these foods are high in fat and sugar because you are growing another human being which takes an enormous amount of energy. So if you're someone who has been used to controlling your food intake through willpower, then you might find yourself being overwhelmed by these hormonal urges to eat. And we are intellectual beings with powerful minds, but we are also made up of chemicals. And these chemicals can be really powerful and often they win. So if your pregnant body is screaming for an ice cream and you don't listen to it, it will continue to scream until you eventually do. So pregnancy offers you an opportunity to remove these restrictive behaviours before the birth of your child. And you know, you're bringing new life into this world and your relationship with food will almost certainly affect your child's relationship with food. So actually getting rid of these unhealthy habits whilst you're pregnant is going to be beneficial for you and your child. So the next tool is to clean out your cupboards and get rid of any clothes that don't make you feel good. There is so much societal pressure for women to bounce back to their old bodies. And, you know, women are often rewarded with compliments by everyone when they do. You hear comments such as, whoa, she has snapped back. And sadly, it's us women who are the worst perpetrators. I have said these things myself. So my advice to you is Get rid of those clothes that make you feel like you need to bounce back and fit into these old jeans. Get rid! Your body's going to be changing so much and the last thing you need is to feel pressure to fit into an old pair of jeans. It's just unrealistic and, and too much pressure to put yourself under. And the final tool is to exercise to feel good. So it goes without saying that exercise is amazing for mental health. You know, it's one of those things that don't sometimes work. It always works. You always feel good after a workout. But this is where it gets interesting. Everyone works out for a different reason. But a big motivator, especially in our body image obsessed world, is to look good. Now, this is a strong motivator, but quite often 
our motivation runs out. You know how it goes. We say, okay, I'm going to go for three runs this week or I'm going to go to the gym twice this week. And you do it and you do it for a couple of weeks and then you stop. The motivation runs out. Now, I think this is because your motivating factor to working out, e.g. look good, is not strong enough. Whereas if you switch it and you work out to feel good, it's way more powerful because you get that hit of endorphins, those euphoric feel-good chemicals that get released straight after you've exercised, are going to be addictive. They make you feel amazing. And that is a way stronger motivator than looking good. And it's a quick fix. You know what it's like. You work out, you feel good. It's very simple. The equation works. Whereas if you're working out to look good or to lose weight, I'm just not sure it's a strong enough motivator because then it would work for most of us, whereas it clearly doesn't. For me, I never drag myself to the gym and I never need to motivate myself because I'm naturally drawn to feeling good. I like it. I like feeling positive. So for me, I know if I get on that bike and I do a workout, I'm going to feel good. And it goes without saying that working out when you're pregnant is amazing for you and your baby. You're going to feel more confident with your body when you exercise because you feel good. And you've got lovely feel-good chemicals floating around your body for you and your baby. We got through quite a lot there, so I'm going to do a quick summary for you guys. So I touched on unfollowing anyone that makes you feel bad about your body, removing any restrictive behaviours around food, cleaning out your cupboards and getting rid of all of those old clothes that are unrealistic to fit back into and that make you feel bad. And finally, exercise to feel good. So if you've made it to the end and you're still with me, guys, do drop me a message on Instagram. I would absolutely love to hear from you. You know, I don't really get any feedback with these podcasts. So when I do get one or two messages, it really makes my day. So drop me a message, pop that mama. Follow me on Spotify for more exciting podcasts. I'm really enjoying sharing this journey with you and I hope you are too. All right, have a lovely day. Bye-bye.